<laughs> What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Wings of Redemption. We're back with episode 55, and we got the staff going to take a bath with your boy, Mr. Chaos Matt. Woo-woo. There it is. Bitches like silk pants. For those Bitches of you that like caught the pre-show, pants. you'll love that. Um, all right, opening question. You want me to use mine? You want me to use... I'll use mine. Go ahead. All right, <laughs> it's for everybody. Let's start with the guest. If you have a woodshed with your normal assessment of tools and you have a zombie apocalypse pertaining in 15 minutes, what do you make? Hmm. Oh, what am I going to make with some tools to fuck up some zombies? Well, I mean, I, I, I guess apart from using the tools themselves, that's kind of a challenge because I guess the temptation is just to use the, use the tools. Uh, but I guess I'm going to, I'm going to fashion a very long and sharp weapon so that I can keep them away, keep them as far away as possible and chop off some fucking zombie heads. So I'm going to have like a, like a pole axe, right? Maybe, uh, okay. So yeah, I'm going to take a wheelbarrow handles and, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to nail that shit together and, and put an axe on the end. So I got like a, I got like a 15 foot pole axe done. That thing be so fucking off balance. What about you, Woody? <laughs> I love how he takes a practical approach. Dude, terrible sw- idea. I'm so just going to swing that in, a, in an arc. Just yeah, and your ass going to fall through, down right? and you'll look like, like the guy from the Day of the Dead. I've got a couple different ideas here, right? Like, the first thing that popped into my head was the chainsaw, right? Grab the chainsaw that you use for cutting lumber and, and protect yourself with that. But as I think it through, that's a noob move, right? I mean, right. how long does a chainsaw keep going? Maybe 40 minutes? I intend to last longer than 40 minutes. So how will I do that? My next thought was to like build some sort of wooden fort, right? Cause I've got, you know, my shop all set up, grab some plywood, build myself like a gigantic dollhouse and fight off from there. But really I'm going to fight off zombies in a gigantic dollhouse. I don't really like that either. I might be better off just flipping over the wheelbarrow and hiding in the fetal position. So that's my <laughs> <Yeah>. move. <laughs> You're kind of fucked anyway, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> we got, we got a half ass pole axe and we got a wheelbarrow hide. <laughs> what about Mr. Kyle? I think you just want something like a bat, man. I really do. Something that you can swing like multiple times, but you can also hit things hard. So, how so I'm just going to like the bat. I would probably, like, if you got a wheelbarrow there, I'm thinking I'm going with what he said. You know, just take the handle off the wheelbarrow or just take like a shovel handle. Um, I could make you know. a bat. My yeah, shovel. just a I club. could grab some, uh, like, landscaping wood for the lawn. That was and a, a rave. There. I could yeah, make but a, it'd be, I could make I mean, a bat I, in 15 minutes. I can make a bat in 30 seconds. Just give me a shovel and a, uh, you know, a hammer to like hit the end of and break it off. Like, or just stick it in a vice and break and break it off. Like, I, did, I, I, you don't want like a pickaxe or a sledgehammer or something that you're gonna like hit the hit one zombie with. It's gonna stick in him and then. All you rushers think you're badass, but I'm a ghost yep. camper, and you know it's the most <laughs> effective tactic. You just deal with it. <laughs> you know what I would do? I probably have a little bit more time to think about this, than you guys. I would nail the fucking shed door shut. And buy me more time so I can cut a hole in the roof and build like a ladder over to the house. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh. All right. Here's my question, and it, it it wasn't planned, but it's surprisingly similar to Wings of Redemption. There's a zombie apocalypse. So no, no, you yeah, let's do the <laughs> zombie apocalypse. Right? You have to pick four YouTubers who are going to help you survive the zombie apocalypse. Who are you picking? Go ahead, Chaos. All right. Oh, I think I, I, I'm going to try not to copy Dr. Chiz because I think he did a, yep. a CMM video about this. But uh, let's see. I'm going to pick four guys, huh? Well, I guess, uh, I, I, you know, the first thing is is I'm going to pick Aviator because he might be able to get us the fuck out of there in some sort of 
mechanical device. Mm-hmm. That's choice number one. Choice number two has already been said, so I'm not going to go with that. I'm going to try to go with something original. I'm going to bring wings with me, though, definitely, uh, because he's just going to he, he's going to be able to go crazy on him and he, ice hooks, something like that. Ice hooks, guns, whatever. <laughs> he's going to be. He's going to be able to take care of that now. What we got two left? Well, I mean, you know, it's kind of hard not to not to copy Chiz. I mean, yeah, he Kyle's, did it pretty Kyle's, well. Yeah, Kyle's got the ordinance, mm-hmm. right? I mean, he's going to be able to take most of them out. But you've got to go with a uh, you've got to go with a female last. I mean, zombie apocalypse. You're talking about repopulation. That's a pretty yeah. Pretty well, big which priority. female do you go with? Yeah, you know that's. I, I, I'm so new to the scene that I'm not, uh, yeah, right. Everybody's saying K-pop, right? And that's, that's sort of the obvious choice. And I'm wondering if there's, there's a better there's choice. A, yeah, no, right. Maybe not K-pop. K-pop is lovely. She is a solid is. population choice. She is. But I just linked to Charlie James 1975 in the, uh, in the <laughs> chat. Charlie she used James to be a 19, star. And she is one of the hottest women to ever step on this earth. She's uh, and she's on YouTube. So yeah. All right. Well, I agree well. with it. Let me let me add this in K-pop's corner though as well. Mm-hmm. K-pop is a security guard, so she can't handle a weapon. Charlie okay. James can do three hundred squats at a time. Oh god! What does that mean when a zombie's chewing on her belly? I know she's gonna teabag him. That's <laughs> <laughs> she's, uh... See, my, my list is completely different. I'd be like mm-hmm. everybody that I can run faster. So it'd be like Quake Beaks. Only use the blade. <laughs> Ask a capper. <laughs> Ask a capper. That'd be my three. <laughs> oh, I love that. So you yeah. just want to leave a trail of food? <laughs> I, oh man, I want to. I want to copy. That's so awesome. I want to copy that. I want. So I'll grab Charlie James to repopulate the earth with. Ask a capper to leave behind to uh, to feed the, the zombies and, and distract with and. Um, uh, well, I don't know. Kyle's such an obvious choice with the ordinance and and, yeah. and and the whole thing going on there. And Wings would be a badass too, but it, I don't want to pick Kyle Wings because they're on the show. So let's let's see. We're repopulating the Earth with Charlie James. Can't go too wrong there. Um, epic meal time. I, epic meal time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there you go. I like that, dude. You. We'll grab epic meal time to feed us, and you know, maybe even distract zombies. I don't know. Ask a capper is our bait. Uh, Charlie James to repopulate the earth with, and all we need is one badass who's not on the call. T Mark, his 4.0 GPA can like find a cure out for them. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's go with that. I like it. We're cooking zombies, hater. <laughs> <laughs> what you know about dead flesh meat? Here's T Mark to break it down for us. <laughs> I, I don't think I need four. I think I just need one. I think there's only oh. one YouTuber that I would need, and it would be uh, it'd be Wings. And I'm immediately going to make him take off his silk pants, and I'm going to form a glider out of him and escape. <laughs> <laughs> and that will be the end of the. And I will leave Wings, of course, behind on a rooftop, pantless, to, <laughs> to face the oncoming zombie horde. Fade to but, credits. But I will live on to repopulate the earth with. Charlie James and the Pink Ranger and probably K-pop if she's got her hot sauce. Oh, I saw that. That was painful to watch. Uh, you know what we haven't talked about much? Modern Warfare 3. Ooh. You know you know what? We're going to get some flack because Mr. Phantasma wasn't mentioned at all 
as oh, one of the boy. candidates. Here we go. The Nuggets <laughs> are going to come after. Bring it, Nuggets. I got my hot sauce right here. Got myself some sweet and sour. <laughs> come on, Nuggets. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, oh, Modern Warfare 3. So here's a question. I'll start with uh, start with Kyle. Are you more excited for Modern Warfare 3 right now, early June, than you were for Black Ops early June last year? Um, yeah, I, I am. You are. Yeah, because and I'll tell you why. It has nothing to do with the multiplayer. It's it's all about the single player. And I mean, I, I'm not one of those people. You know, I played the Call of Duty single player once, but when I'm playing it, it's it's a fun story. It's it's fun to play through. I really enjoy it. I figure I'm gonna. I figure they're not gonna be any real advancement in multiplayer. We're gonna. Here's what's gonna happen. Everybody's gonna fucking love Modern Warfare Three for the first three to seven days. <laughs> After that, we're gonna figure out that like. I don't know. There's some perk that, like, when you, yeah, when you combine these two perks and this attachment, you're fucking the most annoying motherfucker on the planet. Or Mm -hmm. if you use this perk with this kill streak, you're just amazing. Or you know, this attachment is just so so fucking overpowered. Or there's gonna be a sniper rifle with the scope comes up way too fast. You know, when you're using an ACOG, there's gonna be something that makes the game really annoying, and it's gonna be frustrating to play. Really hard to get game. I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you what that's gonna be too. They'll probably make the blackbird be able to be shot down. <laughs> yeah, so I think we can identify some predictable patterns, right? People love it at first. By February or March or so, people are totally pissed off about it. That's happened all the time. Heck, people don't remember how much hate COD Four got. You know, Blame Truth made frag. I, I hate frag times three T-shirts. And everybody was on board about how terrible Frag Times 3 were. It was the, you know, curse yeah. of the world. I, I still hate yep. Frag Times 3. They, yeah. they called it like a mini airstrike that some people would set up as a perk. And, you know, you would just sit there and, and it really, it's not too much weaker than an airstrike is. You know, you can often get two kills on the smaller maps or the predictable ones. And, uh, you know, it's a nice way to get yourself to five and then get yourself to seven and, and there you go. Um, so yeah, people are going to love it at first, identify something that's not perfect about it, and then you know hate it. I think, I think I'm less excited for Modern Warfare Three than I was for Black Ops at this time last year. I, um, I don't know. I mean, see, one thing is last year I got into competitive gaming sometime in like late spring, early summer, and it kept Modern Warfare Two fresh for me. But um, I have this problem. Infinity War doesn't support their games. They never have. COD 4 still has bugs. People go into map glitches and stuff, and they didn't fix that. Um, they never touched the noob tube. They never fixed one-man army. There are huge, huge problems, commando, that people hate about Modern Warfare 2. And those guys couldn't be bothered to deal with it at all. So I'm like, oh, yeah, Infinity War's making another game? Like, really? They've got one of the worst names in gaming. That They... they that I can't think of anyone who makes games with worse support than they do. So uh, you know, I, I think they, I think Infinity Ward has a lot to prove if they want to be the good Call of Duty maker, because yeah. so far they just ignored their customers, and it, it almost yeah. seems intentional now. Like they just ship it out the door and like, hey, you're the asshole that bought it. Sorry about that. Well, hopefully, hopefully, you know, the, there's a pretty big difference in, in the YouTube community's influence, or or at least their ability to be heard. Since Modern Warfare 2, hopefully they're going to learn to maybe uh, pay a little more attention this time. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, ha- I have noticed that. Like, w- the commentators are actually acknowledged at this point. You had Legend of Carl doing like the Akata Elite trailer. 
Yeah. Obviously, we know where that spinoff Legend came of from. Legend of Thunder, right? Like that, yeah. had, that couldn't be a coincidence. Yeah. yeah, and they they know us. They're even putting little side jokes in on us. We're, we're not my, as minor league as we were when Modern Warfare Two came out. Yeah, if they have to be dragged right. kick, kicking and screaming, I, I think I, they'll, they'll be I guarantee you, time. most of the programmers at Treyarch know who I am. <laughs> I guarantee <laughs> um, you it. Yeah, I want to say I'm followed by some, like some of the community managers. I don't remember who. I think Vaughn follows me, um, but I'd have to look at who follows me. But uh, you know, it's kind of cool right you know that i get heard every now and then but uh um yeah i just infinity ward you know that they, they didn't support modern warfare 2 they didn't support cod 4 uh you know mm-hmm. they do some basic security patches but that's it they push it out the door and then they go back to sleep and that history has turned me off a bit they need to they need to prove that they're not that company anymore and and treyarch uh you know Treyarch has some flaws too i'm, I'm looking at you sound but um they do support their games. You're yeah. looking at sound? I am. I am. I'm looking at sound waves coming off of trains and Batman or something? And oh, feet. that fucking train, man. Oh, dude, that, like, whoever that thought train. that I wanted a rocket to make tons of noise and shake the map oh, the freaking game right. on that, like, Right. How many how many kill streaks have you lost because of that fucking rocket taken off? Oh, dude, it, it, like the most frustrating thing in gaming is when you die and it's not your fault. You know that's why Commando sucks. That's why One Man Army sucks. That's, that's about why every death I get in Black Ops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you know, like I get outshot sometimes. Sometimes a guy flanks me. It's all good. Um, and then sometimes there's a rocket shaking, and you know it just totally wasn't <laughs> fair. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Uh, and that's not know, fair, Woody. It's realistic. <laughs> In the way that Treyarch thought that it was a good idea to have bad sound in a game, like, oh, let's just make the sound terrible to have it an easing playing field or level playing field. No, that's not a good idea. That's a terrible no. idea. And, uh, yeah, I hate that. Mm. Um, yeah, we'll see. But, uh, so, Ka- Mr. Chaos, are you more excited or less excited for Modern Warfare 3 than you were before? I, I'm, I, if you had asked me last week before, you know, they leaked, well, before that, that sort of false leak about the perks and everything. Uh, I would have had a different answer, but, but today, I'm actually happier about the game hearing and that stopping power is not going to be in the game. And, and the reason is, the thing that I like the best about Black Ops is, it's sort of put the focus on gunplay and gun skill. And, you know, with Modern Warfare 2, it's sort of more about connection because pretty much everybody runs stopping power. It's kind of like, you know, well, if I don't, the other guy's probably doing it. So, you know, whoever gets the jump, whoever gets that, you know, 50, 50 milliseconds jump on you, they only got to put two bullets in you to kill you. So I was a little apprehensive thinking about going back to Modern Warfare 3, where now it's going to be more about, you know, you've got you've got to get that shot right on point or you're fucked. Now you've got a little bit more of a chance again. So I'm, I'm pretty excited about, it's going you know, back. Yeah, bull, having, bull, having gun... gun no. Yeah, bull, Here's the thing. Shit. So I... Uh, I'm going to do a video on this. Actually. So I, I did a couple of videos on Modern Warfare 3 info. And in them, I was careful to say, like, hey, look, this is preliminary. This is early type stuff. This source is only 80% reliable, which turned out to be about right. About 80% of what was in that video was true. And then some stuff, like stopping power and team perks, was wrong. Um, but the thing about no stopping power is, you know, according to Robert Bowling's tweets, is that he... Um, you know, they're gonna, they like fast paced gameplay and powerful guns. That's what he tweeted. So mm. that implies to me that there won't be stopping power, but instead they'll just buff the guns equivalently. You know, 
if it took whatever, like three bullets up close without stopping power and two with it, then it, that's what it's going to be. But you won't need the stopping power perk to get there. That's uh, that's what I yeah. mean. It was pretty clear. So let, I actually let, like that. If I were king, that's exactly what I would command to happen. But I see that it's not your thing. Like here, here's the thing. You're saying you like gun skill. Well, look here. Call of Duty, even without stopping power, doesn't require too much gun skill. It's all muscle memory to begin with. And then when you take stopping power out of the equation, you get you get the slower shooting guns that are powerhouses, generally like the AK-47 or like the Commando, which are three-shot kills. And you have another gun in the game, which is a three-shot kill, the FAMAS, which has almost you know 33% faster fire rate. So it is better automatically right out the gate. And here's the thing about the FAMAS. This gun, Black Ops would still be 100% balanced with stopping power because the FAMAS would not benefit or the AUG from stopping power because of their damage ratios. They would still be three bullet kills, and that would not the Commando, the fucking FAL, and all these other guns down to two bullet kills that make up for the rate of fire disadvantage. I find that Modern Warfare 2 with a better engine with the better engine that it has running on it is more enjoyable with that stopping power element than Black Ops ever will be because Black Ops is dominated by one gun, whereas Modern Warfare 2, you could use any gun you picked and do, you know, have a chance to win the gunfight. Because think about it. There was a, a bevy of rifles. You didn't know what to use in a game battle situation. You had people that preferred the SCAR, people that preferred the TAR, some like the M16, some like the FAMAS. ACR. The, yeah, I still ACR. ended up on the FAMAS in that game too. But, but I know what you're saying. But I, well, maybe, maybe let me put it this way. I guess, I guess what I like about Black Ops is the ability to retreat. Yeah. And There's stay no alive. ability to retreat. You ever go against me when I got a FAMAS, there is no retreating. You're dead. Because I have, I, I effectively have a stopping power weapon. That's true. You know, I effectively have a stopping power weapon. Why do you have a stopping power weapon? Because the FAMAS doesn't benefit from stopping power. And it's already with a rate of fire advantage on the other rifles. I basically have sleight of hand and stopping power altogether. If you use the infield, you're at a disadvantage to me. Here's the Right thing. out of the gate. If I'm head glitching, I can go prone in Black Ops and I can get into, you know, I can get into cover. In Modern Warfare 2, if you're shot, you're almost always dead. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think you play the game again. How long has it been since you played Modern Warfare 2? Two weeks. Two weeks. <laughs> I played it yesterday. Yeah. And my, my life, I actually <laughs> played it before. Right. Good point. I've forgotten from two weeks ago. Wings is like, <laughs> I'm playing right now. <laughs> I play, I, well, I, shit, I, ask I, Onslaught. He's fight. going through it right now. I survived more gunfights in Modern Warfare 2 than I do Black Ops. Black Ops feels like it's more connection Heavy than Modern Warfare 2. Like, I will lose more connection-based gunfights in Black Ops than I ever did in Modern Warfare 2. Hmm. And I'm not a bad shot. I'm not. Yeah, I know. No one says you're a bad shot. Um, Modern Warfare 3 is going to be more sniper-friendly. Is that a good thing? No, it's not. Yeah. So when Black Ops made their move against snipers, I don't know how else to describe it, right? But they kind of nuke the sniper thing, or I should say nerf the sniper. Um, at first I was like, I don't know what the deal is here. You know, every time I died to a sniper, I knew that he had done something pretty hard to do, right? He either showed a lot of patience and camped me out or he quickscoped me, which, you know, is probably harder to do than, you know, to use my ACR or AK-47 or whatever. So well played. But, um, as I come back into Modern Warfare 2 and I get quickscope like that, all of a sudden it does feel frustrating to me. All of a sudden it's like, ah. I didn't even have a shot in that gunfight. He took a sniper rifle mm. and super killed. I, like suddenly I see what 
the Treyarch guys saw before they released the game. Dude, go back and play Free For All right now in Modern Warfare 2 and tell me the sniper rifles being more friendly is not a, just a penalty. Every person you walk into, like I've, I've recently posted a game on Carnival where I used ACR blinged out, uh-huh. and every other guy but me in that game was a sniper trying to quickscope. Every one of them. I bet you did well, though, yeah. right? Yeah, I did. I, I destroyed yeah. their ass because they were fucking retarded. But the fact is, it, it either dilu- it dilutes the gameplay, or it just gives you deaths that you normally wouldn't get with any other weapon in the game. Well, plus two, you know, you have to you have to combine. I think some of the frustration comes with uh, some of the just simple lack of gunfights that you you encounter in Modern Warfare Two, because now you get quits, quick scope. The next next death is a claymore. The next death is a is a grenade, and it's like, all right, can I actually get in a gunfight here? And uh, it sort of makes it more frustrating. It's just a no- it, it, I get annoyed just hearing of somebody shoot like three times in like two seconds. Yeah. It's like seriously, take your time and hit the motherfucker. Like Montage. I ran, I ran into a guy the other day that had like his favorite gun was the L ninety six. He had twenty two percent accuracy on it. So I'm like, hmm, I wonder what my L ninety six accuracy is. So I go and look it up. And my accuracy is like 53% or something like that. And I'm like, I've got more kills than this guy with this gun. Like, why is his accuracy so low? It's just annoying, dude. If you can't snipe, don't snipe. Really? I don't know. Seems to me they do what you want. But uh, we'll see that what Modern Warfare 3 That does. do what you want bullshit goes out the window when you add people to the game that are living and breathing. Like, that, that's like... that's like know, There's going, something to be said for that, right? Like... You know what? I almost you don't go play that, second base on a baseball team and like stare and at the outfield, want, right? Yeah, yeah. You, you, like you don't you don't join my soccer team and just well, I'm out here to have fun. Well, everyone else is out here for yeah, a common you, goal, you know, to beat that other team. Yeah, <laughs> you, know, you can have fun, but do it trying to win. Right? Maybe soccer's not for you if you want to just you know spin around in circles and kick randomly, hoping the ball comes to you. That's what wood fences are for. <laughs> uh, oh, you know, Left for Dead had a boot option. You know what, though? You know who would get booted? Good players would get booted too. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd be out every lobby. I fucking destroyed people in dominate demolition games would be nothing but like snipers. <laughs> yeah, they'd kick good players. Um, maybe they should limit it to only your team can kick you. Like you have to have like four of the six people on your team kick you. And, like, the other team has no say in Yeah, because they wouldn't be mad. Hey, I have a whole new topic. Nice. This, okay. This one goes for Kyle. Kyle, are you mm-hmm. ready? Yep. All right. Hypothetical question. You're masturbating, and your pet is watching you. Do you let him <laughs> sit there and watch? No, I think it's awkward. I think it's good. Like, whoa, 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 buddy. So you go ahead and... Yeah. I think, yeah, I think it's awkward. He's got to go. <laughs> All right, chaos. Yeah, I, I have to agree with Kyle. I mean, I, I uh, my, my wife and I, we used to have a few cats, and I used to, I used to, you know, give a sleeping cat a kick in the ass now and then. Just chances are they're waking up. I don't want those beady eyes looking at me while I'm my face is all dirty. Don't like it. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I'm same same way. Got to get them out the door. Yeah, get the I mean, fuck out of here. It, you know. Jerking your gherkin is something you plan, so you can you can do do like preliminary and do like some 
some scouting the area and get the dog out of the room before you start. Yeah, yeah, I line up with that completely, right? It's not like you know you, you spontaneously just find yourself doing it, right? You, you, you kind of decide, like, all right, I'm committed. The, this launch sequence is not going to be reversed. It's go time. <laughs> and, uh, and, and you know, when you do that, you, you sort of plan, well, how's the aftermath going to work out? And, uh, and who's in this room with me? So, right. You ruin your afterglow phase and all that. No, that's, yeah, gotta, <laughs> that's quality time right there. You can't, you can't have that. You got, you got to sit in your own stew, huh? <laughs> oh. oh no, oh, my stew. Oh man, normally Kyle's just the only one that gets awkward, but stew. <laughs> yeah, what do you think? Both times, just like bloom. <laughs> all right, a new topic. Uh, let's start off with <laughs> wings. Best Christmas present ever. Well, I got one more thing on the last topic. No, you have how many times? More? How many times have you jerked off in bed and slept in it? Never, never. What? <laughs> You're doing oh, no. it wrong. You're clearly doing it wrong. <laughs> like what? Just peel it off in the morning. What the fuck? That's Where? like how many times you've ever had to pee really bad, but you're just like fuck it and piss yourself. <laughs> it's like never. I always go to the bathroom. So what you do? after you have sex, you just change the sheets right then. No, you just usually when I have sex, mop it up with a like, t-shirt or something. I'm not like blowing loads all over the walls and shit. Yeah, <laughs> it's, oh, you know, on, it's not like step up I'm your game. Like, not like I'm like spraying like a quart of you know semen <laughs> all over my bed. This isn't like a bukkake fest. Mm. All right, I don't all right. know what the hell's going on over your Let's place. Let's slow down but... for a minute. Hey, wings, how often do you sleep in your own jizz when you masturbate? <laughs> Pretty much every time I have sex. Oh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh, like a boss. That wet spot's for you, baby. Boss sauce. <laughs> the boss sauce, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you got to plan around. You got to put her on that side of the bed. Sleeping uh, in that sauce. <laughs> in the boss sauce. <laughs> just, throw, just throw the covers over it and roll her over that way. And like, you're pretty, baby. And then like go to sleep right then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I love you too, honey. Crunch. Oh, yeah. That's- yeah. What, what, what you're talking about, Wings, like, I think that kind of reminds me of the guy we were talking about who was like, like the, I don't know if it was a guy or a girl, but whoever it was that like died in the chair, like co- in, covered in their own waist or whatever. Yeah. Who's that, uh, Lane Staley? It's not like you're not going to get a shower. No, there's a really fat guy from Ohio that he was, he was oh, so big he couldn't walk no more. And it, instead of like getting up and going to the bathroom, he would just use it in the chair. Oh, man. Ooh, yeah, that's, that's a rough scene right there. Yeah. And he ended up, he stayed there like three years until he became part of the chair. Oh, no. And then he had a heart attack, so the, they had people had to come in. They had like, you know, maggots and stuff in the chair and stuff. Trash oh. all over the floor from where he'd been living there for like three oh, years. Oh, not trash. Heavens no. So he, he, <laughs> I know. The Doritos bag. What the fuck, man? Clean up. Yeah, I just imagine like two cops standing there looking over the scene. One cop's like, fears he's been shitting and pissing himself for the last eight years. Those are maggots. And those maggots have been there for weeks while he was still alive. Also... There's a Chips Ahoy bag there on the floor, and I don't think he was planning on picking it up. No, <laughs> nobody gives a shit. That's, that's, that's too much. So he's like a living mountain of shit sitting in the chair. I wonder if anybody's ever like found somebody that was like one of his really bad hermits like that and found items that were discontinued in their house laying on the floor. 
like hidden, like the <laughs> trash that they've left on their floor is like out of date trash. <laughs> no, like, like, like got, can like, you imagine the, the, the guy's like a, a truck driver on it or something? The guy's like a hermit. He's got feces in his chair. He's you know he's disgusting. He can't stand up. The thing's a big mess. But most of all, he has Rock and Sockham Robux games on the counter. Nice. Over here. Yeah, yeah. He's got the old sixteen ounce glass Mountain Dew bottles on the floor. Yeah, it's like oh look, new Coke. Remember that. <laughs> Um, what was your yeah. question again? What the best Christmas present? Uh, yeah, I was almost going to go to the next one, the one that people really want to hear and circle back to that. Let's do the best Christmas present. All yeah, right. let's do the Christmas present. I don't know what the other one is, but the fact that you're excited about it does not excite me at all. <laughs> all right, anybody else want to go first? I got to think about this one. What is uh, the best Christmas present you've ever received? Yes. Yeah. Mm. Is that a tangible gift? <laughs> huh. Oh, Wow, Lily, I was going to go with childhood gifts in that. That's what I was thinking when I said All right, let's it. do childhood gifts. Okay, that, that makes it easier because, like, as you're an adult, like, the gifts become more about, like, what they mean to you than, like, material value. So if I tell you, yeah, I got this card from my mom, you know, you guys going to be like, pussy. You know when but that like, becomes super true, Kyle? You know when it's really about, like, what it means to you and not material value? When you start paying for your own gifts, right? Like, like I love my wife, but she's not making any money. Right, she's a stay-at-home mom. You yeah. know, like, everything oh, they God, buy me yeah. for Christmas, it's like, oh, look what I bought me. I'm nice. in your boat, yeah. 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 All right, but um, I remember when I was, like, maybe four or five, probably four, Um, I got this, uh, there were two things I got that year that I really liked. One of them was a train set, and it was, like, one of those pimp train sets that's got, like, I don't know, 50 feet of track and takes up an entire room, and, you know, the train has smoke that comes out of it and stuff, and I had a little conductor hat. And uh, the other one, it was like, uh, I guess it was during the time of like Ghostbusters 2 probably, because like I got a proton pack, and it was like a legit <laughs> proton pack, and it like lit up and made noises, and I had the uniform. So I was dressed up like uh, like like uh, Bill Murray from, from Ghostbusters, like head to toe. That's great. Then I'd go and like piss on my neighbor's dog, because that's the kind of shit I like to do when I was four. Sick and wrong. I would yeah, know. I don't know dude, that mine's a great story. I've got two. I'll I, oh, go ahead. When I, just quickly running down like the things I've been told I did when I was four. I refused to wear clothes. I would piss on people. Just like, just like, hey, how you doing? And like, piss on some dude's leg or like some woman's leg, like whoever's visiting, just to be like a fuck you, I guess. And uh, I would pick up big rocks and I would put them. I would just drop them on people's feet. And uh, <laughs> I would put cinder blocks in the highway next to our house. So the cars would have to slow down to dodge them, and then I'd hit the cars with rocks. God, you're, you're freaking fucked up. Um, <laughs> you sound like a homeowner's insurance like nightmare. <laughs> uh, oh, so I have two. I don't know that they're really great stories. Uh, I remember, so in my family, we have this tradition of opening one Christmas present on Christmas Eve. So the way it would work is we'd sort of, you know, leave the Christmas tree area, come downstairs, and my mom would have selected gifts under the tree, right? You know, so, so like our big one, the one that we were really psyched, wouldn't be there the night before. But uh, a lot of little ones would, and they would help us get through the night. Well, we came downstairs, like around the corner, and under the Christmas tree was this giant box. It must have been thigh high. And, like, we saw the thing. Both my brother and I headed into a sprint and, like, did a diving tackle and, and just grabbed these boxes and ravaged them. And the box is, like, nine cubic feet. It was huge. And uh, and I start tearing it apart and, and ripping into it. And I'm, I'm so excited about what could be in there. And it was my winter coat. 
biggest disappointment Ooh, ever. Sh- oh, nice. yeah. It's so- you know, I get excited about winter coats now. Like, like it used to be like when you're a kid, you hated clothes, but like now yeah. I get a, I get like a cool sweater. I'm like, fuck yeah, yeah. that's nice. Yeah, yeah, I like a good pair of socks now. Fuck it. Yeah, yeah for real. Like somebody gets me like some really nice, like you know, yeah. like a one of those multi packs of polos or something, gay. like socks. I'm like, fuck yeah. Like <laughs> you don't it- have to get me a watch or a, you know a a gun or a piece of electronics. Give me some nice socks, man. Let's do this shit. One cool Christmas present I can remember, though, I was probably about 12 or so when I was surfing. And you, you have to understand, when you first get into surfing, it is an addiction. You totally get into it. Not only do you do you love surfing and you love getting out there, but, like, you've joined a new social circle and it becomes part of your sense of identity and sense of self-worth. And then it got too cold. It got too cold to surf in my fall wetsuit. And uh, I got full winter surfing gear. You know, and I lived in New Jersey, so you really needed winter gear. And uh, that was a really cool thing. I hadn't been surfing in, like, eight weeks and... Uh, you know, right after we opened all the presents, I got out and went surfing in the snow. And uh, it was like, a, you know, not your normal day, right? You freaking back in the water. It's snowing out. You're surfing. I liked it. See, my get my gets fucking lame. What is it? I was there thinking hard about it. Like, this can't be the best present. But it is. It's the best present I got because it's the one I remember the most. Mortal Kombat 2 for the Super NES. All right. I mean, I played that game so many times. Like, I used to destroy people in the arcades on it, but I never could afford it. Because, um, my mother would used to work at Wild Water and Wheels, and when I, and when, um, I got off, uh, I guess it was like, how old was I back then? Like six? It was like kindergarten or something. And, wow. <laughs> I'd get out there and I'd stand on a stool and I would destroy these kids on Mortal Kombat 2 arcade machine. Well, they ported it to the Super NES, and I wanted it forever, and I didn't get it to like, four or five months after it came out. And I was so excited. I remember like having one of those little hissy fits like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> because we didn't have a lot of money back then because my mother was a single parent. She was, she had me when she was 16 and the whole nine and you know, video games were $60. That was a big investment back then. So we only got like video games like on a Christmas and it was, it was like the best thing in my life. Mine was a What's- drum. Nice. So that's pretty nice. I, I had a, it was actually not even too long ago. My, uh, my first drum teacher, a good buddy of mine ended up getting a snare drum off of him and, uh, it sort of completed this, this, uh, <clears throat> kit that, a drum kit that he had given me and it was sort of like the, the final piece to, uh, create the golden drum set. But other than that, the actual one that's, that's more fun was way the fuck back. This is probably 83. And it was a uh, so I, I'm a, I'm a couple I'm a couple years younger than Woody so we're going way back so this is like when Pac-Man first came out like I remember that so I actually like, remember what, 6, that six thousand yeah <laughs> six thousand yeah no fifty nine ninety eight yeah but, uh, uh, but yeah it was a, it was this little tiny stand up uh, replica of of a Pac-Man arcade game and so it was probably like a foot tall and it had a had a joystick on it and everything and it was you know just like little um, you know, little digital LED sort of thing, but I, I, I just played the shit out of that thing. I was probably like, you know, four or five years old, and I just couldn't believe that I had Pac-Man. I had a small little Pac-Man. I mean, God, thing probably worth a thousand dollars now, but hmm. I was on, I was on cloud nine for days. I actually like some of these stories, right? Like none of them were really about the monetary value. It was just like what it meant to them, like wings <sighs> and his. Ah! That was kind of <laughs> touching, you know, like. That's, that's what Christmas is joy. Yeah. yeah, that was that was kind of cool. I can tell you what the worst present I get, and I get it probably every fucking year. 
<laughs> Those fucking little arm all wipe things for your tires. <laughs> nice. I don't want those. Because I guess what? I don't like wiping my tires down, and I hate armor all because that shit sucks. Ah, oh, one Christmas, my wife, without really thinking, got me like a cleaning theme. She got me oh. like a broom. She got me like a not just that armor all wipe, but like the whole kit, the Windex wipes, the the like the w- rubber wipes or whatever. And, and, and there were, must have been like four or five presents that had something to do with cleaning. I'm like, did you try to tell me something? And it, it just sort of worked out that way. Well, yeah, I, I was just going to say that's that's like the, the whole wipe thing, right? It's like, hey, do you want to do this? No. <laughs> but I guess I'm fucking going to now. Oh. oh, I have another one. Now, I know I've told this story before. But uh, my wife, this is probably three years back, said that um, she got me a great present. And I'm like, really? You know, how great? Let me in on this. And she says, no, dude, it, it it's great. And I'm like, it, Give me some kind of you know thing. Like, is it the best present I've ever received? And she's like, Yeah, it might be. This might be the best thing that I've ever bought for you. And I'm psyched, right? I'm like really jazzed. And you know what it was? A motherfucking members it? only jacket. I'm not sure you're appreciating the the epicness of that gift. Even <laughs> I mean, if you wait a minute, if you were to bust that shit out in a video now. Think about that. Oh, dude, I've been using that jacket to, like, change the oil in my car all winter. Oh, oh that's even better. That's even better. It's like, it's like the, it's like the hobo wearing the members only jacket. Yeah, that's man. What if my members only jacket would fit? Maybe. Maybe you're getting back into it. Yeah, there you go. The goal is to get back into the members only jacket. Black one with the button on the shoulders. Oh, yeah. Rocking that sun. Part of an elite club with those things. What is the what membership do you get for that jacket? Like, what, Jack, what is the club? Jackass. <laughs> yeah, it used to be it used to be a status symbol, right? It was like it was like you had a Benetton shirt. What is a Benetton shirt? <laughs> I just it just dated myself. Woody knows what I'm talking about. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Remember those um, fucking things? It was like I oh my god, when he, Levi's went big during the Gold Rush, baby. <sighs> how much? I don't even know what a Benetton shirt were. Like, how much were they? It was like a, it was like an eighty dollar piece of shit. It was like, I mean, it was like yeah. a giant wool polo. Like eighty nineteen eighties dollars. You know, it's like a yeah. hundred fifty dollar shirt or two hundred dollar shirt. You were a high roller if you were rocking Benetton. It was. What is uh? What's the best gift you've ever gotten yourself? Hmm. Oh. Oh me. Are we back to the dog in the room thing again? <laughs> yeah, I think we are. <laughs> oh no. Uh, uh, Mike, take right now. Peanut Hmm. <laughs> the Kyle, what's the best gift you've ever gotten yourself? Can you think of something? Um, this is that watch I got the other day. So yeah, that was, but there was no occasion though. No, that was I was going to say being awesome. My current truck was a gift for being awesome. Like I, at the time, I was doing a lot of woodworking and I had a Ford uh, Focus. And, uh, dude, those are just totally incompatible hobbies. Like, you can't even bring home a sheet of plywood. You can't bring home any tools. And it was just constantly <laughs> limiting me. And uh, my wife, who's, like, mega supportive of all the things that I do, that she was, you know, she's like, you know what? You want a truck. You know, you've taken it on the chin the last couple cars in a row. And she's like, why don't you, uh, you know, treat yourself this time around? And I'm like, really? And, uh, and yeah, so I got myself my first truck. Yeah, I'm in the same, I'm in the same, but with Woody, my Roush truck, that's what I treated myself for, for 
get pulling myself out of the gutter. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Mine was a pile of fucking gear I needed to to uh, start the whole channel up between the uh, the studio equipment and the fucking computer and the PBR. Oh, my God. I find she, that gear never ends, man. Like it, it doesn't. Never end. You just, know, first you get yourself a PBR and you think you're in the game. Yeah, and then like, you're like, uh, well, actually, I need a better mic. Well, yeah. actually, you know, these eight-hour render times aren't getting it done. I need a new computer. Well, yeah. actually, now I need to do in real life video. So I bought, I, I bought a nice camera, the worst way you can. Like I bought a low-end camera, a mid-end camera, and a high-end camera, which just adds to the cost of the high-end camera you eventually yep. want. Yeah. Um, I've gone through. I guess I'm on my second mic now. I hope that's the last one. Um, I could go on and on. But uh, oh. I just find oh my now I have a bunch of guitar video ideas. Recording that you know like multiple mics at one time with mixers and all that stuff, cameras. It's um it's an even bigger deal than commentary. So oh yeah, you know you know what Woody talk to me talk to me after uh, I might be able to, to help. Let me you ask you something, Woody. Because this has been affecting my life overall. How do you teach yourself to do two different things with your hands? <laughs> all right. On um, that note, hang on one second. I'm, I'm going to run to the bathroom. <laughs> you going to yeah. go test out the theory? Yeah. So the first no, year, no, no, I got to pee, but first, I don't, I don't well, like where this is going. I, I, the I first year like, I met Jackie, we had sex like 500 times, and I walked out of it with that ability. <laughs> I mean, uh, sex is part of it. I mean, se- sex, sex is part of the question. But the, the main, the main thing I was concerned about was like guitar. I attempted to learn guitar. I was in for like two months, hardcore, and I could do the single string stuff. But mm-hmm. when it comes to changing over and strumming at the same time, I was like a retarded kid asking to do like Chinese checkers. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. I was like missing the guitar altogether and like strumming air. And I'd be like four foot off the guitar strings trying to strum. Asking me for advice on how to play guitar is very much akin to asking me advice on like how to do better rap music. Like I, I'm really not your guy, but uh, <laughs> you know, I will say I've improved. Uh, you know, it, it, like the one thing they they taught me early is that uh, you know if you want to learn to play fast, play slow. Right, play slow, get it right, play it again, again, and again. There you I go. Tell people fuck faster than I play guitar. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I um, had to look at my hands. All right, I got the mm-hmm. key. Look down here. All right, let me strum. Boop, 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 boop. All right, move this finger here. Move this finger here. Look back down. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> you know? yeah. Well, when I when I first uh, started taking drum lessons, I was fourteen, and uh, at the time, I you know, I I got into it because I I was just so into Metallica, and I was like, I I gotta fucking do this. This is my calling, and uh, I ended up getting this great teacher, and I show up on my first day. And he sits down and he, he rips out this incredibly awesome solo. It just goes, goes fucking bananas. And he's like, all right, now let's get your lesson started. And I'm like, oh, I get to go, I get to play this drum set. That thing was a monster. It was like a Tommy Lee sized kit, you know, like 10 piece drum set. And he's like, all right, come on over here. And there's a, uh, a drum stool and a fucking practice pad. And he goes, all right, ready? Ding, tip, tip, tap, tap. And I'm like, what the fuck? He goes, oh, you're not going to actually touch the drum set for six months. And really? So I had to, oh yeah, Before, I had he to, stuck to that for six months. He did, and I had to look at that drum set every Wednesday after school. I'd ride the bus up and and sit in there for for an hour and stare at that thing, and and then I'd have to go home. And all I had was these big giant practice sticks and this old ass fucking instruction book from you know 1960 uh, with a guy who looked like he belonged on Meet the Press on it, and uh, 
And and you know what though? Like I mean, I I got so frustrated and I stuck to it and and that's it though. I mean, it sounds lame to have to sit there and do things slowly and slowly and slowly, but but you know what? I mean, it, it worked out because if he had let me sit down on that drum set on day one, like what the hell would I have actually done? Nothing. I would have just I would have just <laughs> choked. But when right. I finally would have banged on the I, fucking drum, that's what I would have done. Yeah, okay. but I didn't. Boom, boom. I didn't want to bang on the drum. I wanted to kill it. You know what I mean? I wanted to kill it. And when he finally did let me sit down, it was like, holy shit, I can play. You know? Nice. So you just you just have to have an immense amount of patience to do it, which is which is hard if you start it later in life because you know, I mean, I'm I'm 36 and I have zero fucking patience, but it's all used up on everybody else. I have none left for myself, basically. But just go uh, slow. Yeah, go slow. And, you know, I'm certainly not an expert. But what I find is, uh, like, it used to be I had to really, really, really love a song if I wanted to play that song because I knew I'd just do that song and only that song for the next three weeks. And that's a lot to listen to. <laughs> yeah. Now, to say I could pick up a song in a day or, or in a session or two is kind of exaggerating. You know, that, that might stretch how good I get at this song. But it starts to sound like it. You know, mm. it, it, it starts, like... It sounds like the song I'm trying to play. <laughs> you know, it might be a little slow. It might you know, the 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 um. I'm looking for the timing. What am I looking I feel, for? I it, feel stupid. I'll go too fast, too slow. But it, it it's more or less the song, and it doesn't take me three weeks to get there anymore. So I'm yeah. slowly. Well, yeah, it. it's momentum driven, and and the thing is, you know what? I had a couple other teachers in in different instruments, and one one thing that I always thought was the awesomest sort of statement, very wise, was. Learn how to play, learn everything there is to know, and then forget it. And now you're ready. And that's what happens. That's like where you're happening. Oh. You, know? Now, you know, like me, just forget it. Let me ask and, you this question. How can I play Guitar Hero very well but suck so much at real guitar? Do you know how bad I suck at Guitar Hero? I can't play that for shit. Like I, uh, I, I, mean, I, I can play five instruments well, but I get on Guitar Hero and I fail. Like, I just wonder, it's because nothing, I was thinking about that. So I was thinking no- about it. What items do I do where I use both hands and they're independent of each other? And the first thing I thought I had was Guitar Hero. Hmm. Yeah. I can yeah. play Guitar Hero, but I can't strum a guitar and change notes. I can't rub my belly and, like, pat my head. <laughs> so when your voice is a little robot, you don't know what would be causing that, do you? Like, you're not downloading or uploading? No, I'm not doing nothing differently. Oh, it's better. It's better. It could have been my pro- connection. Mine's been terrible lately. It's not a great prolapse, is it? <laughs> uh, um, uh, oh, oh, wings! So the topic yeah. that everyone's been waiting for, the topic that's been filling the chat all along, um, we want you to bestow us with your awesome sex advice. What, what advice do you need? I don't know. We could start with how to make a woman nut by kissing her. Ooh. Well, that that depends on every different woman. I mean, mm-hmm. is it, like you want me to tell, teach you how to kiss a woman without touching get, me? Yeah. Well, I mean. <laughs> I, it's something that came natural to me. Would you, you don't want to start out with the tongue right away, but you don't want to put apply too much pressure either. Um, what you don't want to do is you don't want to peck. Like you, generally, the first kiss you ever received is going to be like a peck on the lips. You know, like something you mm-hmm. do with like your cousin when you're little, or somebody like that. You know, when you're well, experimenting. We're, we're not all from the <laughs> south. Yes, yes. yes we, <laughs> is, is, is this a stepsister thing again? Wait a minute. You <laughs> you experimented <laughs> with your cousin. You never heard the term kissing cousins and shit like that? Oh, yeah, come on now. kissing cousins and I didn't do it. Uh, uh, come on now. <laughs> Wait, you know what? Actually, can I, can I interrupt this story? I'm so sorry because uh, Wings, th- that's an awesome topic. But, um, but I have this email that I have to read you guys. 
Let me find it. Let me find it. It won't take long. That is one long piss, by the way. Is he okay? Yeah, where did Kyle go? Maybe he didn't really just pee. But uh, let me find this email. Gosh, gosh. I gotta say, the mods are on fire. Somebody beat me to banning somebody. <laughs> um, kidney stone. <laughs> Wait. Ah, I found it. All right, all right, all right. What? Here. My screen just went black. Come on, baby, come back, come back. And by the way, guys, everybody downs me for like having fingernails. There's a reason I have fingernails for the most part. I like to keep my fingernails a little longer than, you know, normal for a guy. And that reason is actually all devoted around relationship status. What? You mean like it means you're taken? No, no. I like use I use the fingernails to pleasure a woman. Ah. Oh, okay. I I don't hear. I want to hear. Are you going to share that? I don't keep them long enough to like hurt them if like if you're finger them or something like that. But I keep them long enough to actually stimulate the skin. I mean, I've been around the block a little bit, and I don't, I'm not sure I know what you're doing. You, but you never like like when you're kissing a woman, you like feel on her neck and like softly scratch her jawline. Like you don't got to scratch like tear hunks out of her. <laughs> you just drag the nails along, and it picks the hair up on the back of her neck, and you actually can feel it when it stands up, and it adds to the overall feeling. Yeah, like even oh. even if you're going. Shut down, up! <laughs> don't, don't don't pay any attention to him. You keep going. You're doing great. Oh, that was good. Even so if wait. you go, yeah, go ahead. Even if you go on doggy style, you can like use your fingernails to scratch, it, like like uh-huh. slowly drag your hands along the along the along the outline of her hips, and that adds to the overall experience as well. There's a million different things you can do with just like raising grazing your fingernails. It's, it really stimulates the skin. It actually feels really good. Like, you do it to yourself. Like, just do it on the back of your neck. Oh, I already am. Why do you think I, I shut up for so long? Do you? I, find this, I find this easy to masturbate to. <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting in my own fucking stew right now, guys. <laughs> All night, until tomorrow, every time. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, make it stop. <laughs> All right, so the long fingernails. Now let's get back to the kissing. How do we um, how, how do we, how do we make a girl nut by kissing? Yeah, like I said, I'm not, I've only ever done it with one girl. Mm-hmm. And um, it might have been she was overworked up, but but you just got to work around it. Like you just got to be able to, you just got to be able. It's got to. It's more about rhythm than anything. It's not like a technique you can use. Just oh, hold up. <laughs> Yeah, sorry about that. It's not like a technique you can use, but it's more like being in harmony with her. You know, there's, there's one thing you want to avoid doing when you're kissing a girl, especially a girl for the first time, is you want to avoid shoving your tongue in her mouth, and you want to avoid like trying <laughs> uh-huh. to eat her face. Those are the unless, two main things you want to avoid doing. Those are your tips right there. <laughs> because generally every female I've ever talked to, the, a bad kisser generally slobbers on them or tries to stick their tongue down their throat, which, you know... I've kissed a few girls, and I've never actually went any further than, like, maybe the tip of their tongue or maybe, like, their teeth or self. But I, I never – you guys ever kiss down their throat? Like, to actually try to stick their tongue there? Who does that? Well, not at first, but hopefully you work up to that sort of animal – that animal section where you're just trying to eat each other alive. But. So you try, you're just holding your breath, trying to stick your tongue as far in her mouth as humanly possible? What are you doing? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah you yeah, want to yeah. be a mixture between Hannibal Lecter – 
and those face-hugging aliens from the Alien movie. There you go. <laughs> Beautiful. Kyle, are you sure you're doing it right? <clears throat> no, no, trust me on this. Trust me. <laughs> uh, the male, it's... Meanwhile, I found the... you want to go Freddy Krueger on their back. I... <laughs> <laughs> you know what, though? Like, Aside from being a little over the top, Kyle might be on to something here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I cannot find this mail. I, well, actually, I found it, and when I tried to open it, I got a blank screen. And uh, mm. like, w- one of my subscribers is a, not only a kissing cousin himself, but a kissing cousin proponent. And uh, he, like, outlines which state that it's legal in and how it's completely fine and not a big deal. And uh, I was going to read the email to you guys. And the truth is, like, you know, in this general realm, I'm kind of for anything that doesn't hurt people. So, sure. if, hypothetically, um, you know, the cousin's children turned out fine and it was all an overblown deal, then I wouldn't have a problem with it. It doesn't sound like anyone's hurt. Dude, that, that whole incest, you know, higher birth effect, that's all bullshit. That's just something to keep, fam- you know, keep family lines from crossing. <laughs> that, I mean, I know that, that sounds point. horribly yeah. bad for me being from South Carolina, but... Yeah, I don't know how much uh, total bullshit. I, I think I think it's probably definitely exaggerated, but I mean, uh, look at it this way. What my suspicion uh, is, like a do- a female dog can have a puppy, and in two years, that puppy will try to ride its own mother and have another puppy. Puppies. But, yeah, but the fact is, are those other if if that if the, if a dog like a male dog from a female that that the female had mates with the mates with his own mother, do you expect that puppy to come out retarded? Mm. I hope. I think retarded dogs are awesome. I think actually a reason that a lot of dogs have like, um, you know, like you'll see Dalma- a lot of Dalmatians are deaf or a lot of um, mm-hmm. Labradors have like uh, issues hips. with their eyelids and their front legs will kind of be like knock-kneed. It's mm-hmm. because of the inbreeding. Yeah. That's actually a good point. Inbreeding causes trouble there. Well, look, we're looking at it this way. But wait, you know what? We've gotten off the topic of uh, Wings of Redemption sex advice. Like how much you want to beat it to death about? I mean, you you, Dude, you get me too broad. I'm we want sorry. skills, yeah. We want skills. Yeah. It, how about um, skill skills? What skills you got, Woody? I what's, total what's lack of skills. I um I do the windmill on her like a bad fighter. What what is that? What is the windmill? <laughs> <laughs> what's the windmill? It's when you run up to her, waving your arms in circles and smack her. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Picture like the Three Stooges now. Yeah, yeah. Now, you, now you're getting it. <laughs> now you're getting it. Um, so I'm I'm trying to think here. Uh, you know, like my uh, here by the Kyle. What is your best move on a woman? Oh, I, th- these things are like pretty straightforward, dude. I think you just want to like, um, and I don't know, like even if I want to share this with our viewing audience because I know some are ten years old, but I mean, kissing around their ears and neck. And um, I think the uh, the obvious erogenous zones mm. are, are obvious for a reason. So you don't have to like look for some uh, some weird uh, nerve ending that's like on the back of their knee because you're probably just going to end up paralyzing her <laughs> or and, boring uh, her. Like that's well, what I've heard, vaginas are pretty sensitive. So Those work. <laughs> yeah. If you can the back of the knee is a good example. Like um, slam dunk. So I was watching. What was that? TV show with the really skinny lawyer. It was a it was a woman. 
Oh, Ally McBeal. Oh, yeah. Ally McBeal, thank you. Yeah, the um, Blockhart, yeah. So there was a scene in one of those shows somewhere where they talked about the back of the knee being some kind of like super duper amazing erogenous zone. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, taking sex advice from sitcoms, that makes perfect sense. I'm in. And, uh, and I gave it a try, and more or less, it was boring. They're like, yeah, can yeah. you get to some place that's not like, you know, my freaking calf? <laughs> like here's, here's one. This is actually, I, yeah, I've, by, had great, by the way, I've had great I, success. I've just, I've tested the foot thing out. Remember I was talking about foot where you can mm-hmm. get an orgasm from a woman's foot. So, wait, wait, let me, let me bring the viewers back up. The, uh, Wings of Redemption said that women will willingly give you, uh, their feet to massage and that, uh, if he could get them to nut by massaging their feet, then clearly they would be down for much more. So, and you found out that's not working for you? Yeah, I looked at one of those like little pressure point charts, like you see them in the malls and like any like Thai massage place. Mm-hmm. Fucking bullshit. Well, then they're just ready for a Kate Spade bag, and they don't want anything to do with you after that. Wait a minute, I normally know what these things is. A, a, a Kate's, I normally what they are. A Kate Spade bag? Yeah, I'm surprised you haven't been uh, pushed into one of these yet. You can push people into them. No, wives push you <laughs> into them. They're like $500. Yeah. They're like this New York purse, purse thingy. Oh, wait. A Kate Spade bag is not a um, a sexual, not a sexual position. position. Oh, fuck it. I'm not interested anymore. Yeah, no. no yeah, you'll know sooner. <laughs> it's, no. it's, some, it's, over, it's, it's overpriced piece of cow leather with a strap. Here's one for you. Small of the back. That works. That yeah. works. That works for days. Small of the back. Easy as fuck and very he, effective. He'll love your palm. Small, but anywhere in the spine. I do it different. Here, here's my move is this, right? Like, if uh, there's two things here, right? If you're kissing her from the front, back of the like, I'll say fingernails, but like you know the the trailing fingernail technique with the back of your hand, slowly up like the her side to her lats is a good move. And uh, if she's on her belly and you know undressed, then uh, that same thing, like back of fingernails, light touch uh, up her back is a good warm up. And the mm. the basic thing on this, you know, I found is the slow warm up. And I know it's cliche, right? Like Kyle said, right? The, the, the core stuff that everybody sort of knows, you know, kiss here, work there. Uh, don't dive in with your full enthusiasm. That's what it takes, right? You know, to, to listen for the signs, listen for the feedback, slow warm up. This is, that's how it actually works well. And, uh, and it, it's easy on the guy side to be like, all right, man, my, my ramp up time is so fast and like, you know, get the aggressive stuff. My experience has been that girls aren't into the aggressive stuff until, you know, 15 minutes, 20 minutes in. And yeah, and, and then by then, we're pretty much done. UFC Unleashed is coming on in 10 minutes. Can, uh, can we you guys ever, do you guys ever, tomorrow? Well, Woody's obviously never done this, so because he's been with the same girl forever. But you ever, had, you ever, like, had sex in the same way, like, three or four or five, six thousand times? And then you switch positions, and you you go from like a, a fifteen twenty minute guy to like a two second guy oh, because yeah, the new okay. position just so feels so good and new to you. Yep. Yeah, there are. Um, yeah, that like shucks here. I'm about to share a lot, right? Like <laughs> most of the time, your goal is to finish together, right? That's what your objective yeah. is. And uh, and I'll add this: like the the seventeen year old version of me. I would finish when I finished. That was the deal. You know? <laughs> there really wasn't a lot of like, you know, control in that. You get what you get. Sometimes it rocks. Sometimes it doesn't. Um, the older version of me is like 
picture. You're thinking about dead kittens and shit while you're trying to wait try to read her. Long division. Expert cowboy with his lasso, right? You know, we got this shit on lockdown. We can make a dance. We can make a pick up a basketball. We can finish when we want to. We can start when we want to. We, we can do our thing. Like, this is this is the the phase I'm in right now, and I mostly finish together. When I don't, you know, when when she's ahead of me. And she's like, you know, hey, you know, speed up, you know, I'm I'm done here. I'm like, hey, turn over. <laughs> now she's breaking out the romance. <laughs> yeah, breaking out the romance. So, uh, why does yeah. they want to mute me on the stream for some reason? I don't pay any attention. You're gold. Um, but yeah, so so the whole thing of um, you know, like some positions being quicker than others. I agree. That's, yeah, I, I was I, I was coming back because I had my first experience actually last night in that, and mm-hmm. um, you know, generally when I've had sex, especially with the, with the newer girlfriend, it's always been she's been on top and you know I've been on bottom. That's the way we've done it most of the time since we've been sexually active together. I had a girl like that. She that was, and I've recently I've lost enough belly weight to actually do it missionary style, and I've never been able to do it missionary style before. I could do it doggy. I can do it with her on top and things like that. And doing a missionary style, I was a one pump jump. I was like, "Wow, really? I, yeah, yeah." Huh. It, so, it, it surprised me how little I basically was able to last in that new position. Like it, it almost embarrassed me. I was like red in the face. Kid, the whiskey dick. Um, I, I I think froggy froggy style is really hard to to stay. What, what's froggy style? What is that? Froggy style is doggy style, but you get up on it, right? Oh, so oh, that that hurts your calves. Well, yeah, <laughs> it's a, it's a very it's a very good leg workout, but I mean, you get all up in that. I mean, you're you're all up in that. that that's that's the only way my doggy style works. So I just bought a titanium spork. Let's talk about that. Kyle, did you have sex tips? No, I I, I want to move away from this. Like, I don't know, a driver after a you know. So, Kyle, a hit and how run. do you go down on a girl? I think you want to focus to the uh, the little man in the boat and um, maybe <laughs> well put the, the little man in the boat while using a <laughs> hello. Maybe, uh, do you do, you, do you paint the fence? Do you press the tongue down, or do you actually try using... to suck it like a little cock? Oh, oh no! <laughs> suck that thing! Come on now! <laughs> Suck it like you, a little bitty cock. I, I'm, I'm like, this is awkward, right? Like, I'm like, you know, I could give this lesson in 30 seconds. Should I really hit this? Mm, no, dude, should, I th- really think we should talk about the titanium spork that I just ordered. <laughs> what did you it's, order? I actually want to hear, I'll hear these 30 second tips from Woody here. Because <laughs> this is a part of my game I've been trying to improve. Oh my god, the little All right, boat. all right, here we go. I'm going to be able to eat cheesy fiesta potatoes and never worry about my spork, like, you know, bending or breaking or anything like that. I could probably use it as a weapon at some point. <laughs> you know what? So I'm, I'm about to give this 30 second tip and I'll tell you why I'm a little nervous, right? This is what's going through my head. Oh my god, paintball kitties in the stream, right? Like, it's oh, like I'm giving god. fighting tips with Joe Lozon listening in, right? I, I'm giving oral sex tips with Kitty listening in. I'm like, the, like she's going to be judging me and, and telling me uh, how on target I am. But yeah, you, better, uh, you better come correct now. <laughs> yeah, right? I'm going to hit. If I don't get this right, then Kitty's going to let me know. But uh, um, here's the deal. My general start warm-up is, you know, not even go for the uh, – 
the center yet, you know, to, to start with the inner thighs, maybe kiss one, kiss the other, go across with just sort of a, a wisp of touch or whatever, build up the anticipation. Um, you may do like the big dog tongue licks, uh, up the center <laughs> when you're, when you're finally ready to go, when you, when you've built that. But then when it comes to actually, you know, beyond the buildup, right? When you come to actually, you know, the, the oral equivalent of sex, uh, at the top, the way top, right? The highest thing she's got going on there, that's where the clit is. Yeah, yeah. we understand that much. The little man in the boat. The little man in the boat. Um sort of with with one hand, I will pull the boat back, you know, <laughs> exposing the passengers and uh <laughs> uh pressure and and pretty much straightforward licks are are what gets the job done. You do that for I don't know, two and a half minutes or so and, and you're good to go. And Paint if you've all, got a, and, and if you've got a if you've got a really, really cool partner, you gotta, you gotta pay a little attention to the, uh, right, here's a question, here's a question. To the backside? To, back the, world, to uh, the whirlpool, yeah, we'll call it the whirlpool. <laughs> do you eventually, <laughs> the do you eventually build up breathing? <laughs> do you What's ever, that? do you eventually ever build up your breathing pattern with that? <laughs> build up hers or mine? Mine, like personally, like, I, like, I find myself being smothered down there because she, she likes to force my head into it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I have to keep pushing, I have to keep pulling off to get air. <laughs> like, is, there, is there a way to breathe down there while doing that, or is this something you just gotta be really good at holding your breath? You can, I mean, you can do but both you can it through your nose. Yeah, you can do it through your nose. You can do both at once, but uh, you know, also there's gonna be parts in there where you're not breathing. Yeah, you know, it's it, like it, it's, it's like you're like, diving down for some treasure. Exactly right. Yeah, I can swim for an hour sometimes. Yeah. I'm getting a now, breath. what happens sometimes if she's I'm not as fresh as she want her to be? Do you still oh do God. it? Then, then you have, right. then you have absolutely right. no. All right, stop. Yeah, stop. Just... I, no, 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 motherfucker. No, we're not talking about nasty pussy. All right, goddamn it! I've stood this long enough. No, we're switching to a new topic. It, I don't care if it's like fucking new LED light bulbs, if it's TVs, if it's fucking guns. Jewelry hey, hey, or hey. video games, but we're and not ever- talking about nasty pussy, and we're not certainly not talking about what to do if she has a nasty pussy. What you do is you say, "I'm Run. not eating your nasty pussy. Go take a shower." Yeah. That is what Run. you do. Yeah, that's pretty much right. So let me help you. This is what you would do, right? I I would probably say something subtle like "Not now," and hoping she gets that uh, a time or two. But there is an obligation on the girl's part that if you're going down on her, then she is in a state which is good for going down on. That's just part Absolutely. of the deal. Yep. You de- you shouldn't even be allowed to get to that point. That's that's just a level of awareness that you have to you have well, to trust them. I, I think Paintball yeah. Kitty has the proper response here. Let's shower together. Yeah, that'll work yeah. too. That'll work. Oh, I'd be I'd be done. I'd be like I'd just be super flaccid, man. Immediately, like done. Right, but you I know, don't I don't want the shower. I just want to go to bed. You're if guy, you're allowing dude. someone your to do a particular like thing to minutes. you, if you're allowing someone to do a particular thing to you, then you know you have an obligation to be ready for that particular thing, whatever it might be. Yeah, but what if it's spur of the moment? Well, if it's spur of the moment, then she'll have to go without the oral. You know, if that's the way that you know she is at the time, right? She should know. That's right. uh, I that's I get knocked goes. off my I wouldn't I would get knocked off my game. I'd be, I just, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah, I'm actually not particularly into the uh, into shower sex. I find it distracting. It's it's a fine place to warm up, but not a great place to finish. Hey, yeah, you end up w- drowning in there anyway. Water water is not an effective lubricant. No, no, it's an anti-lubricant. Not. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. right, a new topic then. Everyone just wild about the hot tub run from fantasy? the cops with LA lights. What's this? Have you ever seen somebody run from the cops with LA lights on? 
what? I, I'm sorry, I didn't hear. You know, back back when I was little, they said back back when I was little, they had these shoes called L.A. Lights, and when you step, the heel of them would like light up. Like oh, a right, oh, right. They had, yes. like LEDs We're talking in the about heels. that. We're talking about children's footwear. Yeah, that <laughs> <laughs> they made for adults too. Oh, you know what I have? I have it. I'm totally gonna rock them at PAX this time. I have uh, Heelys. What the hell's a Heely? It's the cool. it's the sneakers with the like roller oh, skate built yeah. into them. Why the yeah. fuck do you have Heelys? So I could Heely with the kids, right? Like both my kids had Heelys, nice. and uh, it was like, yeah, this can be like an activity that I share with them. And now sometimes we go to the cul de sac and just freaking Heely it up. I'm the only uh, dad in the neighborhood with Heelys. It's it's like I keep saying on the channel, you know, you, you can't stay young forever, but you can always be immature. That's the way I roll. Now, yeah. now, Woody, at what age did you figure out where you started to transition from, like, a, a reckless teen to a dad? At what point did you stop having the beer parties and you start having the board game night with your closest friend? <laughs> you know, there were almost two fa- – there were a bunch, right? So when I became more into athletics, the alcohol thing kind of cut off in a really serious way. Um, when I got my first grown-up job, like, that had a big impact on me too. And all of a sudden, like, I – I, that was when ambition started. It, like, like you're a competitive guy, career-wise, it, it, it was like, all right, you know, so this is the game of life. I want to do well. I want to be, you know, a top whatever percent earner. I want to be, you know, this or that. I want to be this educated. Um, I kind of got game of life competitive. And that happened, you know, in my very early 20s. <coughs> and, uh, and then when I became a dad, that actually impacted some of my risk-taking. I was stupid before that. And then all of a sudden, when kids existed in my life, it was like, wow, you know, like it, if I were to die, this would have a traumatic and dramatic difference on the lives of my kids and my wife and whatever. You know, it it's not just like a boyfriend dying on you. It's a chunk of your life that that is forever. And um, and also some of the risks I took, like driving fast in a neighborhood, all of a sudden became not just about me. It was like, wow, there are other children in this neighborhood and I would ruin somebody else's life. And uh, that didn't really – I didn't wake up to that until I had kids. So What, oh, age, man, were, what like, age were you? So I had my first kid at 26, I think. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Right on. Let right me on. ask you this question. All right. The one thing that I have in my life that's still stupidly reckless that I do on a, 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 a very, very often Meth. is pass people on the highway. Oh. Do you ever find yourself doing that still? Not like passing on the right? No, no, no. Like, like if you get behind somebody, say, say the speed limit was forty-five, and you like, and like you like to do like fifty, like five miles above over, and the person in front of you is doing the forty-five. Oh fuck! I just hey. speed up and pass them and get I'm, in front I'm, of him. I'm from Massachusetts. I do that every day. I mean, like, when do you lose that aspect of your life? <laughs> you don't. You know, passing's fine. It's the bad passing. It's the like when I had a motorcycle, I would pass on uphill corners between cars. Like I thought that double yellow line was my lane. Like that's the stupid passing that I used to do. Yeah. Uh, See, I would never done that. <laughs> yeah, man, that was. I, I did that a lot, and and I, it was a thrill for me. And but whatever. Um, I. <laughs> so you I think live? I'm in the good if I still wait for like the the, the like little dotted lines to wait to pass the car? Oh yeah, dude, yeah. you're fine. You're that's fine. That's how you do it, baby. Yeah, you're fine. I mean, I, I was wondering because I, I usually speed up like 70, 75 miles an hour to 40. Be like, I just get mad. Like, 
just fly yeah. by and let them know how mad I am because they're fucking slow as shit. That's hmm. okay. I almost I almost got killed by by some stupid woman today. Me and my wife and my son were driving to uh, driving down to the city called Worcester, and uh, there's this you know you know that asshole who's in the left lane. The speed limit sixty five. They're doing fifty five, and they know you want to get by, and they're just like, "Fuck you." That's usually me when I cops behind me. I like to box cops in and go really slow. Oh man, that drives me nuts. <laughs> I'm like fucking. In. Yeah, if I, if I see a cop behind me and I see him telling somebody, I'll slow down so that car he's telling, I'll be like right there, like halfway between the car he's telling and them, and just go super slow and just try to keep up with the car he's telling. Just boxing him in so he can never pass the guy. And then if he gets behind me, I'll go five miles under the speed limit on cruise control. <laughs> well, you know what, you know what bugs me too is whenever, whenever a cop pulls somebody over, right? So you're like a mile away from some, some poor, some poor sucker got pulled over by a statey. He's about to get a ticket and you're like, what is all this traffic? You know, why do people slow down to 35 miles an hour when there's a cop pulled over giving someone a ticket? Like he's going to say, oh, fuck it, I'm going after this one and, and, and run and jump in his car. I, I never understood why. And to, to this day, it's almost every time you see it. There's a, there's a guy right. pulled over and everybody pulls, you know, slows down to 35. I'm like, fine, I'm going to get in the passing lane and go 70. You know, <laughs> if you ever wanted to, you ever wanted to clip a cop when he passes you and, you and you're already doing the speed limit? No, I have uh, family in law enforcement. Absolutely not. I have family in law enforcement too. I tell them every day they have a fucked up job. Yeah, I have I have a relative who's a uh, president of uh, of a patrolman's union. So yeah, but look nope. here, if I can't I can't speed, you can't speed. Let me clip your bitch ass. Oh man, <laughs> that that no, yeah, there. Yeah, no, I don't think the same way. Like, it, actually, I prefer cops that speed. Right, the worst thing in a cop for me is one that's going the speed limit, and that means I'm stuck. Like, I have this notion that if I pass a cop going the speed limit, I'm getting a ticket. Yeah, he's yeah, basically he's basically trolling at that point. Yeah, trolling, exactly. exactly yeah. Right. I want my cop to go fifteen over so I can go ten over and not worry about him. Yeah, and yeah. then you see you later, buddy. But if he's no, if, he, yeah, if he's hanging around, yeah, I was on the interstate. I was going like eighty five, and I see a state patrol uh, car coming up behind me, and I'm like, oh shit! So I pull over into the slow yeah. lane. He goes by I me. He's that. going one hundred and ten. Right. I got, no getting, I got no problem getting right behind him and sticking at eighty five. And you're looking in the rearview mirror like you have a yeah. fucking body in the trunk. Yeah. Come on, man, just get out of here. I don't actually like 110, right? At, at that point, he's doing something dangerous. Don't do, unless you've got, unless you're in a hurry, unless there's someone at your destination that needs you, keep it to 15, 20 over. But, yeah. uh, but I don't want my cop to go the speed limit. I don't want that. He's, yeah, he's just right. trolling. Yeah, he's looking for tickets. They, they got the oh. quota, you know, at that morning, like, all right, guys, we need some more tickets. By the way, to stop those trolling cops, just get in front of them and go five under and put it on cruise. That they will pass you in a heartbeat. You can get pulled over going under the speed limit because yeah, it's gonna like be fifteen. It's oh, rare, they can, though, they can right? pull you over for whatever they want. They'll find yeah. something. But oh, I think, yeah, yeah, oh, I think that's the same argument as they can pull you over for going five over. They tend not to. Yeah, they can't pull you for five under. It's fifteen over, under. I, I don't know about five under for sure, and I'm sure it varies state to state as well. I would um, love for him to pull me because guess what? As soon as I get another ticket, I'm going to find every which way and right I have, and I'm going to use every one of them, and I'm going to videotape it. Do you ever go to court to contest a speeding ticket? Because, like, I know in, Se- in yeah. South Carolina, we have the right to talk to our arresting officer every day until the trial, and you get three <laughs> extensions. So I'm going to go to – I'm going to call him every day for, like, 90 days and ask him, to will he please let the drop the speeding ticket? 
and mm-hmm. he has to meet me at least once a week in person if I request it. So guess what his ass is going to do? He's going to meet me once a week in person. Yeah. <laughs> if you wait, till, if you wait till it goes to court, then usually they won't even show up. Well, they they know our traffic court. Even what happens if fucking our traffic court is like you can either plead guilty or not guilty. If you plead not guilty, you got to pay the full ticket. <laughs> it's like, do I go to court or do I make ninety bucks an hour on a pay job? They're like, eh. Um. All right, so we're we're almost wrapping up. I'm looking through the topics that people asked us to cover. Um, one of them was the CPX Sport paintball event. If, if you don't know, there's a, a couple of YouTubers going up to CPX Sports. Uh, it's outside Chicago in Illinois, and uh, it looks like the dates are going to be the 24th through the 26th. And uh, I'll do a video that, that really tells people all about it, everything they need to know uh, when the dates get totally locked in. But if you wanted to plan, then, then that would be the time. There's a bunch of YouTubers going. It should be uh, should be a good time. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I got one more question about the road stuff before we get off of it. Mm-hmm. What? Who who judges this? Like, what, what sets a speed limit on a road? Money. <laughs> like, Money. The, big, the big thing here is like 544. Like, I don't know. You probably never drove it in your life. But 544 is about a 23-mile highway. And it's 100% straight, but it's 45 miles an hour the entire way. Oh, gosh. I- I'm guessing the people that build it, you know, have some sort of recommendation. or, or the, Better yet, so if, what I know about road construction, this is from working in, in a company that did it a long time ago. The um, the state, or in the case of New Jersey, I think the Port Authority, like, specs it out. And uh, they'll say, you know, this is the road that we want. This is the speed limit that it's going to be. Like, the, the state determines all that stuff before the road is even built. And I'm guessing that they look at, you know, visibility on the road, height adjustments on the road, how curvy the road is, and find something safe. And on your case, it doesn't seem to fit though, does it? It seems like you could go 80. Yeah, it's not like a, it's not like an interstate because Mm -hmm. there is like businesses on the left and right hand side of it, but most of the road Uh, is not in a town. It's like in between towns. Yeah, on, there's a, a similar road in North Carolina, 64. And they do a good job of, of upping the speed limit outside the, you know, the town limits. Like it's, I think it's high 70 at one point and it's down to 35 when you're in town, which is exactly what it should be. Well, it's 45 in town around here. It's 45 in some towns around here too. Yeah. I, I just always thought that was annoying. Like, man, I want to drive 60 on this road, but it won't fucking let me. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's one of those roads you just put cruise control on and you just zone out. Because the road's so fucking straight, you just hold the truck steady. All right, so um, I think we've we've wrapped up uh, Painkiller already, episode fifty-five. I hope you guys enjoyed it, and uh, now we'll go to the post show. Anyone have any last words? <laughs> Perfect. I guess I'd like to just uh, ask everybody if they could, if I could plug myself for two seconds, and please come check me out. But uh, other than that, thanks for having me, guys. This was a this was a fucking blast. Yeah, where can they find you at? Yeah, tell uh, us your channel slowly. Yeah, so my channel slowly is uh, Mister Chaos Math. So that's a capital M, capital C, and a capital M. All one word. Yep, all one word on YouTube. Okay, guys, thank you already. Episode fifty-five.